You're listening to Market Boldly, an award-winning podcast for executives, brand managers, branch managers, marketing directors, and sales managers in distribution who want to build their brand, stimulate sales, and drive profits. And now, here's your host, marketing consultant, trainer, speaker, and columnist, Katrina Olson. Hello and welcome to Market Boldly. This week we continue our visit with April Braun, Director of Marketing for Werner Electric of Cottage Grove, Minnesota, and Scott Lebsky, Marketing Manager for the F.D. Lawrence Electric Company of Cincinnati, Ohio. Last month, April and Scott discussed the challenges and opportunities of marketing for an electrical distributor. And if you caught part one, you know that April is a relative newcomer to electrical distribution, but brings a wealth of experience from the manufacturing side where she worked in product development, management, and marketing. Scott, on the other hand, has grown up in distribution, mostly at F.D. Lawrence, serving as an account manager and branch manager. But only in recent years did he take on the marketing role. So between the two of them, they have some incredibly valuable and informed insights to share with us. At the end of part one, April, Scott, and I were discussing the growing demand for content and how that content can be a tool for the sales team. Now let's pick up where we left off. And a lot of that stuff, a lot of those pieces become sales support materials that they exactly. can use in different settings. And speaking of sales support, um, Scott, I'll ask you to go first because, again, this is something you and I have talked about. How do you help your sales team be more effective? There are so many things from, uh, from product information to customized vertical market pieces to uh, data and analytics. In most cases, it's simply providing the roadmap that the sales team needs to get where they and their customers want to go. As April mentioned earlier, what's the driving force? Uh, I know the sales yeah. team wants this thing. What's the goal? And why? Precisely. How do we help you get where you want to be? Yeah, and April, I'm going to have you talk about this in a second, but I remember um, when I had my agency years ago, the customers would come to me and say, I need a brochure, and I'd I'd say, well, why do you need this brochure? What will you do with it once you have it? And so, um, April, I'm going to flip this over to you. You've touched on this already, but more specifically, beyond being the drive-through for your salespeople that just gives them pieces, what kind of support can you offer your sales team as a marketer? I think it's a sensitivity to keep that balance between the existing, you know, flyers and the paper materials um, that not only our sales organization needs, but Scott mentioned our customers are asking for as well, right? Mm -hmm. And so balancing that with really challenging them with these questions that you mentioned, right? Who is the target market? What do they care about? What are you going to do with this piece? What do you want to communicate? And I think once you can start to ask those questions and you get armed with the answers, we start to create more impactful and effective marketing. And that's really what we're trying to drive to is to not talk about just the features and the benefits. Frankly, I I think the manufacturers are great at it and they have marketing teams that are larger than ours. um, And they're creating that feature and benefit material and printed version Mm -hmm. so our salespeople can get access to that. But really, what are we doing to create messaging that could subsequently be put in a printed material or website or or a social media mm-hmm. campaign that really speaks to what the value of Warner is and what we can bring to the customer. And so it's really mirroring uh, what's happening in the market and what the customer cares about with driving a message to say, we can help you with that. Warner has answers for that. Mm-hmm. And so how we're trying to help is let's make sure that we're respecting and balancing the needs of what's existing and what they're comfortable with, with sort of pushing and challenging to make sure that we're advancing and progressing 
not only our business, but our customers' business and ultimately, hopefully, the industry. Yeah, and you only have so much time, and that's why it's even more important for you as a marketing team or a marketing one-person team, whatever your situation, to really maximize your time and money and resources to direct your efforts to the areas where they're going to be most successful. And, and those one-offs pull you away from being able to work on more, as you said, effective marketing efforts that are going to drive results. Um, I want to look ahead a little bit. What do you think about the future? What gets you excited uh, about going to work? Um, Especially April, when you come into a new position like yours, uh, you spend a lot of time the first six months to a year just getting familiar with the industry, what's been done in the past, and then you start to think about what you want to do in the future. So without revealing anything confidential, what are you looking forward to doing differently in 2018? Yeah, I'm so excited for 2018. Granted, I just started less than a year ago, so this is my first full year. I spent a good chunk of my time getting up and running by meeting my peers within the industry, um, seeking resources, obviously like yourself, Katrina, and others, and organizations like AD and NAED to help me really learn. But I have a brand new team. We brought in all experienced marketers. They're really focused on helping really redefine marketing for our organization and elevating that as a strategic partner and a driver within our company. And so because we spent a good part of last year really finding that talent and Mm -hmm. then bringing them up as a team, we've ultimately laid the building blocks for us to be more focused in 18 on driving positive business impact. So what Scott said is aligning yourself around the business objectives Mm -hmm. uh, where we need to grow as an organization. And so some of the very basic marketing activities that I want to see us starting is creating these integrated marketing plans that I I talked about, um, Mm -hmm. these campaigns that have multiple touch points with the customers, developing marketing content that really speaks to the customer problems, not just the products and the features, and just getting more consistent and effective with our customer communication and ultimately our sales enablement and sales communication as well so that it can go through multiple mediums, making sure our sales organization is armed uh, in advance with the messages that we're sending to our customers and then making sure that those are buttoned up and seen at any different medium because our customers right now are in such different spots. Some of them really want the printed material Others are going online. Others are using tablets uh, on the job site. And so really 2018 is this year of evolution for us. And we're going to be working on folding in technology Mm -hmm. and digitizing a lot of what we do. So either using technology from a marketing standpoint to improve on our own team processes and getting us more effective and productive, because frankly, there's more to do with the same amount of time and so you have to be smarter on how you're doing stuff and we want to build out a new website revamp our e-commerce so that we can get ready for the future and frankly be more competitive against those forces that are coming in that while we don't want to see them coming in and we don't want to acknowledge that they're here they're definitely knocking on our door so Mm -hmm. we have to up our game and I think it's going to be driven by the the marketing organization so that's what we're working on I'm so excited for 2018 as it's unfolded it's already been great I'm excited to see it come together. Good. Well, it sounds like you are making progress and you have a good plan. It's going to be fun to watch that evolve for you. And I hope you'll check in with me now and then and let me know how it's going. Or I'll check in with you and see how it's going. So Scott, what's on the horizon for you at FD Lawrence in Cincinnati, Ohio? What kind of uh, new maybe initiatives are you looking at for 2018 and beyond? Uh, There are a couple of things that we're in the middle of, and I'm looking forward to seeing them developed. We've just rolled out our new website and our new e-commerce offering. We have some software in place that wasn't around previously that allows us to, uh, to 
to track some metrics. And I think that's critically important with uh, some of the discussion that we've had about the technology and the data available and making sure that we're getting mm -hmm. the right, uh, right information to the customers in a timely manner. Mm -hmm. So with all of these moving pieces, the metrics, the measurements uh, are going to be a much more important uh, part of what we're doing from a, from a marketing and from a business development standpoint with FD Lawrence. The other thing that I've kind of made a personal priority this year, I'm, I'm really interested, excited to get an opportunity to spend some more time with our customers, some key customers oh. outside the office so that the discussion is less, what can I help you with? And they hand you whatever burning pile of paper is on their desk because that's the most important I'm glad thing. You said paper. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, but there's there out, outside the, uh, the 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 standard environment where the phone's ringing off the hook and somebody's always knocking at the door and the conversation is about 30 seconds of quality discussion before you're just reacting to whatever the problem of the day is. We have some events and some activities set up where I'll have an opportunity to spend a little bit of off-site quality time with some key customers and just find out what really drives them. What's, uh, what, what are they passionate about as individuals? What, uh, what can we do, what can I do to help them do their jobs better, more productively? How, how can I help them be more successful? Because as we discussed earlier, if our customers are successful and we're an integral part of that success, then it, it bodes well for all of us. Yeah, I like to say, Scott, yeah, I'm not my target market, so I'm not the actual uh, target audience that we're marketing to. And so it's just crucial uh, for us to be with them and understand their drivers. And I'm a big believer that you can't market in a bubble. Mm -hmm. And so you got to get out there and you got to hear directly from them. Um, and not always just through your sales organization, but really that line of sight to the customer so that we can just be effective. Marketers. April, you're absolutely right. We can all sit around and, and think about what our customers want to need and guess. But at the end of the day, unless we ask them, unless we're getting that good quality feedback, all it is is a guess. Yeah, exactly. Agreed. You know, and that's one of those things that hasn't changed in this industry. There are a lot of things that are changing, as we've discussed. But one of the things that hasn't changed, and I think we said this at the beginning, was it is a people relationship business. Um, but uh, speaking of changes, um, Scott, you've been doing this, obviously, since you were 10, because you're only 30 now, and you've been in this for two decades. <laughs> uh, well, no, I told you, I'm the, I'm the senior member of this group, so I can say that. Um, so how has the industry changed since you've been in electrical distribution? Oh, gosh. It's a, a, a lot. Ah, that's a tough one, isn't it? That's a loaded <laughs> question, I know. Sorry. What? <laughs> Tell us everything that's happened in the last 20 years of this industry. Thank you. Go. You know, the funny thing is there's so much that's still the same. Um, from uh, I, I use the example of the the counter customer who comes in and buys the bag of tan wire nuts and that's all he uses because that's what he started using when he came on board as a journeyman years and years ago. So having been with FD Lawrence for almost 20 years, the major difference that I see today is uh, is perspective. Before accepting the marketing manager position, I was a branch manager. Prior to that, I was an account manager and in tech sales before that. So each of those positions lent to different experiences. They offered different levels of customer communication, which as we noted earlier, is so critically important to what we do. And more importantly, different priorities in the customer conversation. 
Are we solving a product issue versus are we looking into a system solution? Then as the branch manager, how do we align our operational efficiencies, stock status, delivery, billing, accounting, anything that streamlines service and makes the customer more profitable at the end of the day is what we're all looking to do. Now the conversation focuses on finding common areas of interest or the need to build a win for us, for our customers, for our manufacturing partners. It's becoming more and more evident that this is a team effort, but it's I'm seeing more and more buy-in to that concept from customers and from manufacturers alike. It's gone from a zero-sum game to more of the, uh, the rising tide uh, lifts all boats mentality. And I think that's, uh, that speaks well of the industry. It speaks well of the industry leadership. It speaks well of some of the, uh, some of the organizations, as, uh, as April mentioned a little earlier, NAED's taken a, uh, taken a leadership position in trying to make sure that these conversations are, are ongoing and strengthening and building the industry up as a whole from the uh, manufacturer line mm-hmm. to the customer and right through the distribution channel. So it's solid conversations, and I, I think it speaks well for the industry. I think it speaks well for the industry's future. Mm-hmm. Hey, Scott, that was so good. I don't even know what to say. Mic so drop. I, mic drop on that one. You're right. <laughs> well, and I think it's important to have those conversations. And you're right. A lot of organizations, the ADs and the IMARCs and the NAEDs, are facilitating those conversations. And it's people sitting down and talking with other people. I think that's again the foundation of this business it's a people business and i have to say i've worked in a lot of industries Um, i've worked in publishing healthcare banking automotive and now i've kind of settled in electrical distribution with a side jaunt into wood flooring which is also interesting Um, but the people that i meet and work with in electrical distribution and i'm finding the same thing in other sort of trade industries like like wood flooring are some of the most hardworking, genuine smart fun and just nicest people I've ever met. I really enjoy the people in this industry. It's one of my favorite things. Um, and I'm not just saying that. Scott, you know, we uh, met in Dallas. Wasn't it Dallas with the LeBron yes, people? Yeah, we met in Dallas and we had a good time. I hang out with the Springfield Electric people at least once or twice a year and we have a good time. They are fantastic folks. Yes, it's a good organization. And of course, you know, I love the folks at NAD. And I sound like I'm accepting an Academy Award, you know, um, but but really it is the people that make this such a great industry. And I'm sure you guys have found the same thing. Of course. Yeah, I, I agree, Katrina. The, these uh, these folks are entrepreneurs. They're, they're winning spirits. They'll do anything for their employee, anything for their customers. They just legitimately care about the people. And that's what really attracted me to Werner because because of their just authenticity and the transparency. And it's really quite unique. If you've only been in this industry and you've only been in that model, I think you might take it for granted. But mm-hmm. being someone that's come from the outside and have has had a different uh, viewpoint, right? I can't speak uh, more highly than to the genuine people that I've had the opportunity to meet so far in my journey. And just um, always looking to benefit uh, clearly not just themselves, um, but you're also going to have the respect of making sure that you can get home to your families and make sure you can make sporting events. And I think that's just that balance is really mm-hmm. critical. And and I'm with you, Scott. I, I'm, I'm sorry to say I don't I don't know how many more businesses like this exist in the world today. And there's there darn, darn few. few. And so that's mm-hmm. a big reason why I sought it out. And it's it was absolutely part of uh, what I shared with um, applicants and new employees that came in. Uh, taking a look at the roles that I had. 
I'm actually trying to figure out a way to get the message of working in electrical distribution out to young people because I know there's a labor shortage in this and other industries, you know, similar industries, and it is such a fun and genuine place to work. I'm, that's something that's sort of on my big picture to-do list. But, Scott, I know um, from what you've told me, FD Lawrence um, in Ohio is a really great company as well. Um, after all, you've been there for a while. We keep saying that. I'm so sorry. Um, but what, what drew you to FD Lawrence and to this industry? Well, as with most folks I've met in the industry, it was an accident. With that, though, it, it takes something special to keep an employee in, engaged and excited for yeah. uh, for almost 20 years. And I, I think I found that something special at F.D. Lawrence. I'm yeah. a fortunate guy. F.D. Lawrence has been listed as a top workplace for the last four years in a row by nice. the Inquirer Media. We recently received an award for having the best work-life balance in the tri-state region. And when you consider some of the companies, some of the major companies, the Procter and Gamble's mm -hmm. and the Kroger's and the companies in this area, and our little independent distributorship was chosen as, as the place with the best work-life balance, which is so important to me and to, to so many other folks I know when you're trying to juggle carpools and kids' <laughs> sports and homework and all of the daily struggles that we're all going through. That's kind of important stuff. It is. And that's amazing. Like you said, for a company of your size, just an independent electrical distributor to garner that kind of recognition and award, that's pretty impressive. It's, it's really something special. And we were, uh, we were really proud to receive that. But uh, I'm just grateful that in today's environment of consolidation and right sizing and constant pressure to do more, better, faster, that I've found a place that still respects family and community involvement as a priority. Yeah, and that's one of those uh, things that gets more important as we as we mature. You know, I uh, I think this industry is very sensitive to that, and I appreciate that. And, and it is a great industry for young people, too. So I guess, April, um, you've just recently hired some people, and I don't know how old they are, but what would you say to um, a young person or a recent college grad or even a high school grad who's looking to start a career maybe in sales or marketing or somebody who's maybe been in a different field and is open to a career change? Why should they consider electrical distribution? Yeah, and Scott really spoke to it, right? There's this opportunity to be part of a great family-oriented business, um, somebody that's going to really care about you as a person, care about your family, and care about your career in that they're going to give you these opportunities to learn and to grow because of the variety, because of um, the speed of which things can happen within the environment, and especially for a marketer. So lots of these organizations need help in redefining what marketing is within their businesses, really helping the industry mm -hmm. elevate the importance of marketing and effectively communicate to the customers and really in my opinion defending this distributor model as we evolve I think uh, the opportunity is just mm -hmm. really great and and I can't think of something more exciting than uh, you know to put on your armor and to defend against the online giants like Amazon and and to really sharpen your marketing spears and get super effective at influencing the business and the industry and putting that stake in the ground to say we do provide value to our customers. This is how we do it. We are a contender in the market and we have value within this chain. That was a very vivid description. I was getting sort of a Game of Thrones yeah. vibe from that. I think it's, I, I've been watching some castle shows or something with my kids. I don't know what it is. It's the armor and the spears. I know. I was ready to put on my armor yeah. and grab my sword and stick my yeah. stake in the ground. I was, I'm all in, yeah. baby. Yeah, Amazon is coming. Yeah, that might have been a little 
little too dramatic. You might have to pull that one, but yeah. No, I loved it. I, I loved it. I, I'm seeing the, the miniseries now in my head. It's great. Well, we started this discussion with some of the challenges of working in electrical distribution and particularly in marketing. So this seems like a good sort of positive note to start wrapping it up. But April, do you have any final thoughts or advice for other distributor marketers or potential distributor marketers? Yeah, I think, you know, our job is really be strong at challenging the status quo. Uh, Something that Scott said is, yeah, we've certainly seen lots of changes, but then maybe it doesn't feel like there's been that much change. I see it as a responsibility as marketers to really stretch our business and stretch our industry by asking those questions and getting down to what is it you're trying to achieve, what's important to the customer, you know, what do we want to talk to them about. Things are changing um, very radically and rapidly within this industry. And, And I realize this doesn't really come easy or comfortably all the time because change is hard. It's really important for us to not only respect the legacy and to make sure that we are understanding the roots of where we came from while at the same time asking the right questions and stretching people so that we can be more effective. I've gained such a passion for this industry in such a short amount of time with the number of hundred-year-old businesses that make it up. I don't think it matters if you've been in the industry for 20 plus years, Scott, that we keep saying that, sorry, (laughs) or even just one year, like myself, um, who's just had 20 years in other industries. You know, there's just this wonderful message that we have uh, to be able to communicate about our company's expertise, our support, our experiences, and just the value that we bring to the customers. And and I think as marketers, we need to be able to tell that story and really uh, consider it your personal legacy, making this industry better than maybe when you started. That's a great perspective, April. I appreciate and, and that. For clarification, <laughs> with F.D. Lawrence for almost 20 years, okay. about six years prior. Oh, so, I wasn't you know, I'm pushing 25 oh, years total if we're adding it all up. <laughs> but it just, it just goes to the point that I was going to make that April stated so nicely. I wouldn't have been doing this for 25 years if I didn't love it, if I didn't love the industry right. and the people yeah. and all of the different things that you get to see and do and the experiences. It's bar none, one of the uh, most rewarding careers that nobody thinks about, right. that nobody knows about, right. unless you have a friend or a family member who's somehow involved in right. it. Right. Yeah, and I don't know how we tell that story, how we get that message out. As I said, that's something I would like to solve, um, especially because there is a bit of a labor shortage. And I don't know what the answer is. Maybe we can uh, make that another discussion sometime. Well, I hope we've been able to shed a little light on what it's like to work in electrical distribution, especially for marketers. And while it certainly helps, you don't necessarily need a college degree. There are all kinds of ways to learn. Some of my best friends, in fact, and, and clients, which are kind of the same, have grown up in this industry and have very responsible positions in their companies. So no matter where you're coming from, you can find ways to get smart, learn, and grow in this industry. My guests today have been April Braun, Director of Marketing for Werner Electric of Minnesota, and Scott Lepsky, Marketing Manager for the F.D. Lawrence Company of Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, I know you both have a lot to do, so thank you for taking time to join me today on Market Boldly. I really appreciate all your input. Thanks very much, Katrina. Thank you, both Katrina and Scott. I really uh, appreciated and enjoyed the conversation (laughs) today. 
Well, we had a lot of fun with this two-part series, and we hope you enjoyed it and learned a few things as well. Next month, join me with guest John Favallo, Executive Vice President of Group B2B at Eric Mowern Associates. John and I will discuss how to orchestrate a progressive product launch. We'll also talk about the four key factors to building customer loyalty and how distributors and manufacturers can weather the Amazon tsunami. Look for that podcast in mid-May. Until next time, I'm Katrina Olson, encouraging you to market boldly. You've been listening to the award-winning podcast, Market Boldly, with marketing consultant, writer, and host, Katrina Olson. If you need help with marketing planning and strategy, writing, content development, or qualitative research, or if your organization needs a trainer or speaker for a meeting or conference, visit KatrinaOlson.com for more information. Find this and future episodes of Market Boldly on Katrina's website at KatrinaOlson.com or subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Market Boldly.